like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them. Uh-huh. Stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. 88. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I then began to encounter With my counterparts On how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man what is going on uh yeah man we are back we are back with yet again another edition of the notorious hills podcast man this is episode 116 of the show um see some of you guys in chat get to you guys in a minute thank you guys for coming here man hanging out with us but yeah man um this first time watching you guys do not know how this show works man every monday we are on here with notorious unscripted after monday night raw and every Friday, we're on here with the news, 4 p.m. Central. And tomorrow, we will be live right after Money in the Bank with the Money in the Bank review, man. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, man, 
If you guys did miss this past Monday's episode of Unscripted, and if you guys did miss this past Sunday's edition of the Forbidden Door 2022 review, we were in attendance, so it was a bit of a later stream, so I get if you guys were not able to make it in the stream itself. We did have a couple of you guys there hanging out with us, man, but if you guys oh, yeah. did miss that, it is up on all platforms, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you want to see it first, join us right here after the big five now for AEW and the big four because we're not doing Survivor Series this year for WWE. Uh, so Rumble, Money in the Bank, uh, WrestleMania, and SummerSlam. Uh, you guys can uh, <clears throat> catch us on here right after the reviews for uh, for that, man. So with that, um, uh, yes, so all those are up on all platforms. And with that, if you guys have not got a chance to Get your hands on the official merchandise for the Notorious Seals podcast, man. On the left, you have the base Notorious Seals podcast logo design. And on the right, you have the best kept secrets to the IWC. The Riddler-inspired IWC's best kept secret shirt. You guys can now find both of these live on bonfire.com. Uh, the link is at the top of the description of this video. And in the link tree to all my socials, man. So, yeah, man. Uh... Yeah, so with that, with that, um, if you guys do not know, if this is the first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Mentor Skills Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show, and that's for the other half, man. We got my man Sir K here. How's it going, bro? It's going good, man. Going good. Just been fucking chilling out, man. Chilling out. We got money in the bank tomorrow. Um fun i guess you describe it as no i wouldn't describe it as fun but we got money in the bank tomorrow or i will durante would call it money in the stank that's that's a good <laughs> name for it um yeah man oh man man I, i've been chilling bro i've just been chilling man but durante like always asked how am i how's family i'm good family's been good man what about you durante everyone in chat about you bro yeah man uh to answer durante's question first because i got him a little late last week um i'm good man family's good uh yeah bro all is good with me and what about you and what about every, everybody else in the chat i see we got logan here we got our girl rage here man how's it going how's it going we miss having you in here but yeah man oh, um yeah. yeah it's awesome to see you here again uh but yeah how are you guys doing, man? I'm doing fine myself. I'm doing fine myself. Just uh, another interesting week of news. Uh, thankfully, uh, we got a couple things, a couple new things that came out today. Um, uh, yeah, man. But other other than that, man, news has been pretty, pretty slow. Pretty slow, man. Yeah. NBA free agency has been uh, hitting my hitting my news feed more than the wrestling news, man, which is weird. Shit, man. Uh, but it that is that time of year. It is that time of year for NBA free agency, man. Uh, so, Durante, man, I got to ask you this. So, I hear that the streets are saying that WWE is calling up Solo, Sokoa, Sangha, and Zion Quinn. Hmm. Is that That's true? Because if that is, why the fuck would you call... Those three up. I mean, Solo Sokoa is not bad yeah. at all. I'm not really too mad at that. He was destined anyway to get called, called up, up and 
join the bloodline at some point. But Sangha and Zion Quinn, what the hell is that? <laughs> the hell we're all called up like D'Angelo or some shit. Some cool oh, people are like Carmelo Hayes or something. De- seriously, bro. D'Angelo, man, D'Angelo is, is truly, truly man, one of my guys, bro. He's the only NXT person I watch his clips for, man. Me too. They done worked my man two dimes to write him off television, bro. bro. I, I, that was dope as hell. He's sleeping with the fishes, bro. That was... And dude, like, I always mention this to you guys, but, like, his... I always talk about how, like, his music is so important, and, like, his Mm -hmm. theme song is, like, not it. It's, like, Italian, like, hip-hop music. Yeah. (laughs) This shit just is weird. But, bro, the music they've been playing in his vignettes, like, that, like, Godfather-esque, like, Italian, like... Just slow, like a classical Italian music, bro. Like, bro, that shit. He, he shit he's really so. becoming one of my guys, bro. This this man might might make me head over to WWE shop. He might, he might be the only person I could get me to buy a WWE shirt at this point. Yeah, he's got a pretty cool oh. shirt. It says like the Don of NXT. But oh, um, check that shirt out, Logan. Man, Logan says. The Timberwolves. I, I I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Why the hell would the Timberwolves get Rudy Gobert, and they already have Cat? Don't make sense. But the Bulls, who needed a big man, get a washed-up Andre Drummond. I mean, uh, that's, that's what we saying. need. We need defense, and we need <laughs> and we need <laughs> rebounding. But like. <laughs> Andre Drummond, bro, like, you couldn't go after, like, Mitchell Robinson or anybody, really. I mean, my God, what's the deal? Exactly, bro. But, yeah, man. Bet, man, what? (laughs) 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 Bro, I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. But, um, yeah, so, yes, D'Angelo, man, D'Angelo is becoming one of my guys. Dude Dude is truly sick. He's... He really said two dimes is sleeping with the fishes, bro. That is That's some cold ass so. shit. Um Yes. Uh I'm uh, back so back to this shit, bro. Man Out of though well, like I said, Solo Sokoa is not bad. He's one of the yeah. better ones on NXT two They got it even uh I was talking about this the other week, man, but it even feels like Braun Breaker's, like, momentum. Um, it even feels like, uh, it even feels like Braun Breaker's momentum has died down. Yeah, it's like no one's talking about the man. People just talk about him, oh, yeah, in a couple years, they'll be on top. But, like, that's all people ever say. Like, fuck a couple years, look what he's trying to do now. Yeah, try to fucking be intrigued in the man now. Good lord. But, Seriously, uh, yeah, even Joe Gacy's uh, momentum has took a took a major step down. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, look, Durante, Andre Drummond. Look, Andre Drummond is a decent pickup. I'm not. I'm just saying. I think his best years are behind him. He's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not terrible. I think that's a good pickup for the Bulls. But I don't. I, I would like to see them get somebody like like a Mitchell Robinson or like a Rudy Gobert who could kind of be. He, he's kind of got a call, at least a couple years left in him. But I, I'm not hating on Andre Drummond, man. But I would have liked to see to. 
I would have liked to see us get somebody with bigger name value, man. But that's fuck. That's fucking the Bulls for you, man. But my my dad brought up a good point. My dad brought up a good point when I was talking about this. He was saying how you know when DeRozan got traded here, everybody thought his best years were behind him too, and he turned out to be a stud. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see, man. But uh, yes, I, I'm. A, I'm intrigued to see where Kevin Durant's going to go. But regardless, regardless. Okay, for real now. Back to wrestling. Yeah. Is that true, though? Is that true? If it's not, I don't know. But if it is, Jesus Christ, man. Sangha and Zion Quinn. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Nobody's. Man, I feel like. Zion Quinn's been one of those guys. I feel like they only like put him on NXT 2.0 because they feel like the they feel like girls will find him hot because he's got all the tattoos and he's got like the blue eyes. Yeah. But Sangha, what the fuck do you see in Sangha? Uh, Other than putting him with Veer or putting him with Gender and the dancing skyscraper Shanky, man, I don't know. Skyscraper. I genuinely, genuinely do not know. Oh, <sighs> Have you watched this GCW video? Yeah, I see you guys are talking about this, man. GCW yeah, that was... No, god damn. Yeah, yeah, what I seen that, man. And that's an episode of Dark Side... Well, not anymore. It's an episode of Campfire Wrestling Stories. <laughs> Dark Side of the oh, Ring is dead. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, Durante is talking about EO in the chat. We definitely got some mm-hmm. news on EO, man. But uh, yeah, dude, that's GC bro. GCW was so hot a couple months ago, man. Dude, they fell off hard. That was a quick ass fall off, bro. It's, really, man. So it seemed like they were building up to that big ass pay per view, the World on GCW, and it seemed like yeah. once that flopped, it, it was just like it was done, though. Yeah, Literally, man. Like, that's kind of. That's that's kind of where that from my perspective that's where everything kind of crumbled for them because it seemed like they were building up this huge pay per view. Matt Cardona was doing some great work in GCW. Yeah. Uh, John Moxley was occasionally going over there. Nick Gage put that Nick Gage put the company on the map. Um, I was gonna say all they had was Nick Gage, Matt Cardona, and occasional Mox. That's a yeah. big. Yeah, and then. Yeah, it seemed like they were building up to the world on GCW, and I believe that happened in March, and it seemed like that show just flopped, and it seemed like ever since then, it was just, it's just not been it, but yeah, dude, I seen that video of those two guys stabbing each other, and the one guy starts, like, horrifically bleeding out of his arm, and then the dude keeps hitting him with the light tubes, and the ref's trying to tape him, that shit just... it's fucked. Yeah, it's... Nick Gage, uh, Nick Gage was on Talk to Jericho, um, probably like six or seven months ago, I was listening to it, as soon as it came out, I think right after his Dynamite appearance, so it was a minute ago at this point, yeah. and he was talking about how there is, a, like, an, an art to deathmatch wrestling, and he was talking about how even he hates on the guys that just go out there and blatantly kill themselves, and they just do... Spot after shit. spot, and they don't mm-hmm. they don't put any thought into it, and, and that's that's the kind of shit, just kind of like doing shit for the the quick pop or whatever. Exactly. Um, but even Nick Gage himself, who's the king of the death match, was even hating on how oh, some guys shit. just 
don't do it the right way you know they put no thought into it but yeah man it's uh it, it, god it is a horrible watch it literally really bro. good lord yeah man um yes logan paul <laughs> or as geck calls him logan pog hey. all right man <sighs> All right, man. Logan Paul has officially signed a new contract with WWE. The social media star, after the social media star's well-received performance at WrestleMania 38, he repeatedly expressed interest in doing more with the company. Now that he's signed, some of the details are being released. Many WWE fans. Uh, many WWE fans would expect Logan Paul's deal to be short-term and extremely part-time. That does not appear to be the case. Shit. Logan Paul's contract is a multi-year deal that will see him compete at multiple premium live events <laughs> annually. Oh, fuck, fuck man. They call him that, bro. Good <sighs> lord. Hmm. Ariel Helwani shared the specifics on Twitter. Logan Paul is expected <clears throat> to make his next appearance at uh, his next appearance, his next WWE appearance at SummerSlam. Uh, the deal was officially completed yesterday. Additional details per sources. Deal includes an undisclosed number of premium live events across 2022 and 2023. He'll, he'll likely, I'm told, have his first big appearance at SummerSlam. His first big appearance at SummerSlam, but could be seen on TV before that. He signed his deal yesterday. Logan Paul appears to be taking his wrestling career very seriously. WWE fans will now get to see him wrestle several times throughout the year. While many fans expected for less, Logan Paul has been adamant that he believes he has a future with the company. Mm. <sighs> Dang. Even though they're like, even though they're saying that it's not the case that he's going to be a sh he's going to be there part time, that's kind of what it sounds like. Because yeah. all they state here is that he's gonna be seen at premium live events. So like, so he's not gonna be normal full time. He'll just be um, maybe one or two raws or pay per view might have a match at the pay-per-view and that's it and it'll probably only really be the big ones the bigger pay-per-views in wwe's eyes i don't least. see them i i could be wrong but I, I just don't see them putting logan paul on extreme rules i was gonna say yeah not like they're fucking b and c level pay-per-views but i'm not sure about the saudi shows i'm not sure because that's just oh. all in logan himself if he wants to do those yeah. And a Saudi audience, if they want to see Logan Paul, and he, he he's kind of a mixed bag with people like that, so they might not want to send that man over there. But um, it'll definitely just be like the Royal Rumbles, Manias, Summer Slams. Probably yeah. he'll probably have a match at like Survivor Series, and there are other ones that they see as big. I'm surprised he's not going to be 
at Money in the Bank. Because to them, they see it as like a, one of those bigger shows. So is I, Miz in the ladder match? I don't think he is. I don't... I don't I, if he I was, gonna... I would I would have seen yeah. him showing up to fuck over the Miz, but I don't think he's in the ladder match. I hope no, not. He's not. No, he's not. Well, yeah. The, oh my God, there's a mystery spot. I don't think it's gonna go to the Miz though. I I think all the time of the Miz doing all that shit is is done. I think like you said, on unscripted, it's either gonna be Cody or or Brock. So what if it's, what if it's Logan? It could be. <laughs> I don't see it though, and even if it is, then I, I won't see it. I don't see him winning. No. no, God, no, he would just be in there to just be in there, I guess. For the culture, but, um, I guess. <laughs> literally, bro. But <laughs> Logan Paul signs with WWE men, and you know we all know this is the direction they should be going. We all no. know what they should be doing. They but also signed. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't put it in the news because she's kind of an unknown uh but yeah, that one they also signed Bellator some Bellator um MMA women uh Valerie yeah. something I something think her name like was but like, this is the direction they're going man they're signing people like Logan Paul they're signing uh, uh MMA people um it's uh, not a wrestling company bro that's what people got to realize man the sports entertainment company and it's just how it is, Brad. And at least when they're doing this sports entertainment, sh- entertainment shit, at least they get someone that at least can go do that. Because yeah. they're not, at least they're not going to sign like a fucking, who knows who they could be signing. They could be signing some weird ass people, man. But they're signing people that at least know what they're doing in that regard of entertainment shit. So I, I don't hate Logan Paul. Of course he shouldn't yeah. be here but right he's not bad when he is he's no. not atrocious so it's kind of just they're gonna do it at least they got someone that can at least not be going they're not he's not lavar ball on fucking <laughs> wwe television bro give him give the man that because oh man i'll never forget that shit that whole family man life but um yeah, man, Logan Paul signed, and it, it kind of just is what it is with this company at this point. This direction they're going with, and they could have chose someone way worse, so it's just how it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not bad, um, he's not bad, uh, he, the one showing he did have at WrestleMania was, uh, pretty good, it seems like you can appreciate that he's taking it seriously. Exactly. Uh, Showing you know, respect to it. Exactly. So that you can appreciate. The only thing I am scared about is, is this guy always in some way, shape, or form going to be attached or feuding with The Miz? Yeah, That's a major not. concern of mine. Uh, I, I think at first he will. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Uh, that's go eventually. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he will eventually. Um, but we actually had some news today that Logan Paul was going to be returning to WWE before this came out. So it seemed like they uh, have probably been in the works with this for a little bit, man. So yeah. um, and 
they they want to keep him with the Miz for a while to kind of get the idea and people said that Miz is a celebrity outside the company which he is not but they want to get the people to believe that so they kind of stick whatever celebrity comes in with the Miz so he looks good but Literally, uh, the worst part about that whole Mania Logan Paul thing was the Miz. He was the worst part about all yeah, that. Yeah, Lo- so. Logan Paul was nothing was bad, man. He, exactly. Uh, like Logan said, they better not give him any titles, which I don't think they will. If anything, they'll give him like a U.S. But titles don't mean shit anyway. So, or like a twenty-four-seven title Paul versus Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> bro, what happened to that man? <laughs> the hell, bro? But if anything, I I, I could see him winning like twenty four seven title or 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 the tag titles. How much, how little they care about the tag titles? I can see him winning the tag titles, which shouldn't happen. But again, this is this company. It's just how shit goes, man. But as long as he eventually goes away from the Miz, I I, I don't care at this point. I I could fucking care less. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so that's um, rock. Good word. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's um, WWE's new signing. Uh, you know, it's not the worst signing. Uh, but you know, not what they should be doing. It. Yeah, it's it's your typical WWE move in 2022, man. Them signing yeah. entertainers. Entertainers. had the 24/7 title at one point. He did. Oh, yeah. Uh, Logan Paul yeah, holds the hell out of that title. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to hold that title. Who's the champ? Isn't it like fucking Tamina or some or shit? Something. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of them in that fucking little circle jerk circle or whoever the fuck that is. I have no clue. I didn't. Oh, I think Dewdrop won it. I, th- I saw people tweeting about Dewdrop winning the shit. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's that's right. Good lord. Yeah, man. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. They kind of teased it at Mania a little bit, um, with having him. Now I could grow to hate this because WWE. Uh, they don't know how to do things at a good pace. No, not at all. So, um, and especially with somebody that has his name value, you know, mm-hmm. they did it with Ronda. They did it with a lot of these people that come in with big name value. Is they put them in situations where they're not built for it, like putting Ronda Rousey on a fucking mic. Uh, they put these people in situations, and they're not ready for them, and it just makes for awful television. And yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's kind of my concern with this: is are they going to throw him in situations where he needs to cut these promos? Because his wrestling's okay, but Ronda's mm-hmm. wrestling was okay too. Um, <laughs> you know, but I mean, are you going to put this guy in? Are are you going to put this guy in situations where he needs to talk and where he mm-hmm. needs to? Um, cutting a pro wrestling promo is a lot different from. You know, just just talking just in the talking, entertainment. You know, sense. yeah. I mean, it's it. You got to come off. You got you got to come off serious. You have to. I mean, there's have a lot that purpose. goes into it. Exactly. Yeah, you have to have a goal. Mhm. There's a it's lot fun. that goes into it, and is 
he going to take that aspect seriously? I mean, he took the wrestling aspect seriously, and he's not too bad at that, but there's a lot more that goes into wrestling than just being a big name and just being there. Um, but, yeah, it should, it should be interesting to see how that goes, man, because... Yeah, that's that. That's my concern with all this. Is you know they they put these people in these spots that shouldn't be in these spots. They're just not ready for it, which is why which is what made NXT so great. As Triple H was giving you these people that understood the WWE style and they had everything down, and nothing ever came of it for a lot of them. So, you know, that's that that's my uh, that's my concern here, man. Is Mm -hmm. Am I going to grow to hate this because of how WWE handles bringing big names in? I hope exactly. not, but we'll just have to wait and see, man. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So as of now, it's not the worst signing on the planet. But um, oh my god, oh, that shit is true. Good lord, <laughs> good lord. I want to see who this fucking thing's about. Fightful Select has recently learned that as of this week there have been serious discussions to bring up solo sokoa oh, okay. to the main roster we haven't heard a brand to be specifically associated with but his brothers the usos and cousin roman reigns are on both raw and smackdown as they hold both sets of the world and tag team championships god damn solo sokoa is gonna hold the fucking ic in the u.s title and oh, those. you know it. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be the mid-card title. Just fucking call it the mid-card at this point. Yeah. The mid-card champion, Cody. <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Cody, go for it. Cody, um, go right for it. Yeah, man. So, yeah, it looks like... Man, I hope I don't hear no damn story about Sangha. <laughs> Sangha. <laughs> Good lord. Sangha and Zion. Sangha. Zion Quinn, fucking oh, Yeah, man. Uh, hmm. Damn, most of this shit is AEW news. Well, we might as well get this out of the way. Everybody knows this. We already talked about it. But if you guys did not watch the Forbidden Door review, as you could see, the newest addition to the AEW roster, as uh, we got this confirmed on Sunday. Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah, I changed his last name a little bit. All Elite. Let me see, man, because I feel like it was Castagnoli. Let me see. I swear it was Castagnoli. Let's see. That's a major Edge Mandela effect if it ain't, bro. Castagnoli. Let me see all the ring names he's went under. No, it's always been Castagnoli. That that ain't right, bruh. That ain't right. That's where it was Castagnoli. That shit ain't right. Damn. You ready to hear all the ring names he's went under? Let me hear that shit. Antonio Cesaro. We all know that okay. one. Cesaro. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Castaglirius? All right. Audio Castagnoli, Double C, hey. Kenshi Takami, 
What the fuck? What was that, New Japan name? <laughs> what the fuck? And the last name is Very Mysterious Ice Cream. I don't know what bro used to be doing, bro. What the hell? Where the fuck he used to wrestle? Anyway, yes, Claudio Castagnoli is all elite, man, as this was confirmed yeah. as he replaced Brian Danielson in his match and became the third, fourth member fourth. of the yeah. Blackpool Combat <clears throat> Club. Uh, so, yeah, man, this is a great signing for AEW. Actually, uh, Tony Khan on the media scrum said that Danielson had a couple different names that he mentioned mm -hmm. to uh, Tony Khan. Tony Khan didn't say who they were, but I have a feeling I know who at least one of them was. Yeah. Uh, that man was in Chicago earlier that day, Mr. Johnny Wrestling. Um, he mentioned, he Tony Khan said when he brought up Claudio, Tony had told him, I think that'd be great because I have him under contract. So Tony Khan had already had him under contract two weeks ago. When he had talked to Brian Danielson about the possibility of him being back in time for Forbidden yeah, Door. That's crazy, bro. I wonder what they were planning if Brian wasn't injured. Yeah, he said he had a couple different ideas, but he never really expressed what those ideas were. Uh, but he said he had a couple different ideas. He said one of them, he was going to bring him out at Forbidden Door, but he didn't say how. Um, but uh, interesting. Definitely interesting, interesting, man. interesting, man. That's crazy. Yeah, man. But as you see by the picture, man, the newest addition to the AEW roster, Claudio Castagnoli, man. Um, now, if you ever wanted to, you have the possibility of the kings of wrestling in AEW. Because you got one of them. And yeah. you almost had another, the other one last year. Curse Hero for the Labors. Dude, oh god, that'd be so sick to see Chris Hero come out to uh, the oh, his old ROH theme song. What the hell is it called? Chris Hero. is awesome. Chris is awesome. Yeah, love bro. that shit, bro. That Put shit. him in the Black Bull Combat Club too. He would be honestly, because that would be like a decent tag team. Because we yeah. talked about it on Sunday. Like Claudio's great, but like in the group he's in, he's just gonna be like. For as great as he is, no no knock on him whatsoever, but he's just going to be a supporting member of the yeah, group. You know exactly. what I mean? Which means he's going to be a supporting member of the roster. He's always going to be one of those guys you could slot in any situation and get a good a good match good out match. of it. But, but he's just going to be a supporting member of the roster. So how do you make him stand out? Especially with Santana being down now, <clears throat> Jungle Boy's down, you mm -hmm. know, all these fucking tag teams are injured. You get Chris Hero... Put him in the Blackpool Combat Club. He's another guy who comes from NXT. So, you know, he's worked under Regal before. Mm -hmm. You know, you have the Kings of Wrestling as a tag team in AEW. And there's a lot of clogness. There's a lot of just bleh in the men's division. There's a lot mm -hmm. of, there's just, it's clogged as hell. It is. And would adding, less. yes, and it would clog it a lot less because now Claudio has a tag team to be in because 
what I feel, if they don't add somebody like Chris Hero, I feel you're risking the chance of possibly toying with the idea of having like Claudio and Wheeler Yuta be the tag team. I could but see Wheeler Yuta needs to be built up as a singles. You know? Exactly. You know, the person he's... I say that eventually beats Pac for that All-Atlantic could be Yuta. Either way, Yuta got either one like TNT that. or that All-Atlantic. One of the two down the road by near the end of the year. He's got to win either two. So, he's a singles guy, bro. You know what I don't understand about Hmm. this All-Atlantic title? I guess this comes from the wrestling fans. Everybody says, you know, the All-Atlantic title can can only be defended, like, overseas. But with my logic, do you idiots not see the American flag in the front of the fucking championship? And it was won in America. So... And, like, dude, what fucking sense? Why wouldn't a, a mainly American company make a title that can only be defended on not in America? Like, I, of course they I kept made, seeing that shit, bro. Like, of course they made the title so he can, or whoever is a champion, can defend it anywhere else. And it's like, the, it's thing that it could be defended in the UK or go to fucking who knows where. But, like... What fucking sense does that make? Seriously. All their pay-per-views are in America. At least they've been, and we don't know yet, but they might be for a while. So, you just never have a defend on pay-per-view? Like, what are people thinking? People Seriously. are weird, man. They're going to make up some weird-ass shit. I was scrolling through TikTok. i seen a couple different videos. Since Pac won the All-Atlantic title, does this mean it could only be defended across the Atlantic? I'm like, you like, fucking idiot. You don't all see the Atlantic. You, you don't you don't see the American you don't see the American flag, the United States flag, like right right smack dab in the center of the title. Hey what's going on, Gek? How's it going, what's bro? What's up, Gek? What's up, man? How's it been? But like <laughs> Dude, it people make are sense, fucking bro. dense, man. I kept seeing I don't that. Get it. <clears throat> Is it only going to be defended overseas? Ooh. No, you idiot. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. But like, um, yeah, man. Claude, the king of the wrestling, and Yudas as just the singles guy. Dope, bro. That's what it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think Chris Hero could add some really cool, some really cool, uh, I think he could add a really cool aspect to that group because he is one of those hard-hitting guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I mean, and like I said, he's worked under Regal before, as Claudio has. So, I mean, it makes sense for, you know, to bring these people in. And I think he would be perfect for that group, man. I think oh, he'd be I perfect. Oh, I love that. Um, speaking of Wheeler Yuta, he is the Ring of Honor pure champion, as we know. And ROH... During the Forbidden Door media scrum, Tony Khan has announced that the Ring of Honor, that Ring of Honor would be returning to pay-per-view, or Mm -hmm. shall I say, PLE, event, on on July 23rd with Death Before Dishonor in Lowell, Massachusetts. 
Very mm. interesting, man. Obviously, we'll see Gresham again. We will get to see mm-hmm. FTR face whoever they face. Uh, Wheeler Yuta and who the hell? Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Um, Wait. So we'll... Oh, no, it is Mercedes Martinez, right? Well, it they did have two, but remember they it had in that main event of Dynamite, they had Mercedes oh, versus... Mercedes uh did win. Versus the Virtuoso. Virtuoso. <laughs> Again. But, oh yeah, I forgot Mercedes Martinez did win that shit. I, I, I totally forgot about that shit. Yeah. Hmm, that's, that's yeah, man. Cool, that's cool, man. Another R- yeah, bro, another <laughs> ROH pay-per-view. I think, I think I'll be on vacation this day. Oh, it'll probably happen at night. July 23rd. Didn't it say 10 a.m.? Oh, Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's at 10 a.m. for some reason. What day was it again? Uh, July 23rd. Oh, that's on Saturday. Never mind. That's a Saturday. Um, oh, yeah, it was. Oh, well, yeah, it looks in the fucking morning, so. Good lord. Oh, they put it so early. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But, regardless, um, regardless, uh, the last one they had, everybody loved, so... It was a great show and uh, put eyes on, uh, put uh, a lot more eyes on uh, Ring of Honor being now that it's under the AEW banner and it's, I love the old kind of classic look they gave it. I like how they use the old classic championships. They just, no, I love they look it. great, man. They look great. They and um, yeah, so yeah, Death Before Dishonor is set for uh, July 23rd, so should be interesting, man. It should be another great night of uh, another great night of wrestling or morning. So nice, bro. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I wanted to talk about man. Shit, I wanted to talk about this uh, after this Claudio story, but I forgot to mention it. The young bucks. The Young Bucks. We'll talk about some <clears throat> forbidden door plans. Get this, guys. The Young Bucks were initially supposed to win the IWGP World Tag Team Championships at Forbidden Door. Shit. Maybe you hear the reason why. According to Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the Young Bucks were initially supposed to win the IWGP World Tag Team Championships. However, plans were changed for a future bout between the Bucks and FTR. Hey. G- uh, Melter said, Gato's original idea was for the Young Bucks to win the IWGP Tag Team Championships on the show and make it AEW versus IWGP Tag Team titles in a winner-take-all. It was changed, and the Bucks were on board with that change with the idea... That it's a cooler story for FTR to have the IWGP, ROH, and AAA tag team titles. While belts belts mean less because there are so many of them, there is now a natural push for the Bucks versus FTR 3 with all four sets of the championships at stake and being pushed as a unique match in wrestling history. And could logically be billed as the biggest tag team championship match in history for that reason. 
Now I want you people to try to tell me that the Young Bucks spite FTR and they exactly. bury FTR because the Young Bucks could have easily been Easy. like, oh yeah, shit, that'd Let's be sick. Win. We could have the AEW and the IWGP Tag Team Championships on each shoulder, but they were on board with the fact that it would be a cooler story for FTR to become seven star FTR instead of six star. So I want you people to try to tell me that the Bucks blatantly spite and bury FTR. And guess what's going to happen when we get Bucks versus FTR three? Guess who's going to win? FTR. Exactly, bro. Like, Young Bucks, they, they know what they're doing, bro. When it comes to the tag team division, they know what the hell they're doing. Because it's not just about making sacrifices, which they make. It's about just knowing what's best for the future and what's a better story and what just makes sense in the end, bro. You know, Bucks are just goaded, bro. They're just goaded. It's that simple, bro. They know how to book. They're not selfish. They're a great tag team. And a lot, ring, a lot of times, a lot of times in AEW, where sometimes <clears throat> it could feel like we're just moving from segment to segment just because. <clears throat> and there's no real story involved, the two guys that you can always say have some kind of long-term storytelling going on with their names is the Bucks, and they've never strayed away from that aspect, especially in today's AEW where a lot of things can get clogged and lost in the shuffle. Those guys mm -hmm. have never lost uh, no, sense their of purpose mm -hmm. and story. It's it's always been amazing, bro. even on Wednesday. Can't wait till Unscripted to talk about it, but... You know what they're teasing, bro. You know what they're setting yes. up, and they're doing it amazingly. I Except love the way they one talk man. about Hangman, man. I love That's the way they talk sick. about him. Like, it's so heat, bro. And Young Bucks, man, best tag team in the world, bro. FTR, well, definitely. Well, they got Cody. <laughs> yeah, they do got Cody. <laughs> yeah, it's probably who they're they were talking about. Them. They got Cody. Cody. But, um, like... FTR, they're amazing. Top tier in the ring, top tier out the ring, top tier in the mic. FTR is great. Young Bucks just got that edge to them. That just, they're the best, bro. And re respect to the Young Bucks, bro. Truly. Yeah, and honestly, the Young Bucks, even if they were to beat FTR in their third match, I wouldn't even fucking hate it, bro. I genuinely I wouldn't, wouldn't even hate it. Now, the Bucks. The Bucks probably won't win that match because they're not Dang. as selfish as people think. But, I mean, man, after hearing a story like that, bro, I genuinely want you people to try to tell me that the Bucks are selfish and that they exactly. spite FTR and they low-key hate FTR because FTR is better than them. No, like, they don't hate FTR. They don't spite FTR. This ain't WWE, bruh. WWE blatantly buried <clears throat> FTR. I mean, shit. We heard the story on, on oral sessions, bro. Mm -hmm. that, Dax was talking about how what that moment when DX buried them, he felt that was to spite them. And that was yep. coming from Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And then Shawn Michaels started making fun of him. The, what did he say in there? He said the only guy that thanked him for putting them over was Shawn Waltman, X-Pac. So, exactly. I mean, w, look, the Bucks, the Bucks ain't about that, man. They won their first outing 
for whatever reason. I don't know why they won that, but I mean, look, they did not in any way, shape, or form. I don't think they did that to spite them at all. I mean, no. at the end of the day, it's it's Tony Khan's promotion. So exactly. So if he tells the Bucks that he wants the Bucks to win, I, I mean, that's can't say no. Yeah, I, why would you? You know what like, I mean? But the the Bucks here blatantly thought it would be um, the cooler story for FTR to win their uh to win the champion to win a world tag team championship and the seventh promotion that they've been in our uh, mm. seventh banner they've been under man so they thought it'd be a cooler story for ftr to win so like i said again i want to hear people try to tell me that the young bucks spite They're ftr and shit the hell out of here everything they've done in aew and like i said especially nowadays where sometimes it could seem like it gets to a point where it's just segment after segment after segment, and we're just going through the motions because we have to. And the roster is so clogged. The one, the one uh, team, or the two guys that you can always say have some kind of story going on with them is the Bucks. They've the never Bucks. lost that essence. Never. No, exactly. They always been teasing the next part of the story, man. And I love, I love that shit, man. I really do, man, and they're the best, bro. They're the best. <clears throat> they are the goats. They are Truly. the goats. They really are. They do. They do not. Do not deserve um, All the half the hate get. that they get. Is quite ridiculous, man. So, yeah, man. I thought that'd be a really interesting story, man. Especially uh, with the amount of um, shade. People like to throw at the box. Uh, speaking of Forbidden Door, Adam Cole. Well, we all know what happened at the end of that Fatal 4-Way. is a great Fatal 4-Way for the IWGP um, World Heavyweight Championship. Mm. We all know how great the match was. We all know how great the match was, and... It lacked ending, uh, to say it the did. very least. Um, it I'm lacked, yeah, it lacked ending. Um, the ending was, I watched it back. Adam Cole didn't even hit Okada with an enziguri. He literally just ducked the Rainmaker. Uh, he just ducked the Rainmaker Lariat and mm -hmm. got pinned. So he didn't even hit him with an enziguri like I thought I remember seeing, but guess I didn't. There's a lot in that yeah. moment. But um, according to Dave Melter from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Adam Cole seemingly has suffered a very serious concussion. Damn. Melter oh. added that Adam Cole had been dealing with a torn labrum. Oh. Cole, who has been suffering with a torn labrum shoulder, suffered what was to what had been to believe to be a serious concussion leading to a rushed and awkward finish of the IWGP title match as Jay White pinned him. My thing is, why didn't Adam Cole just roll out and have just them finish it as a triple threat? Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's the logical way to think about it. Your guy's injured. You roll out you roll him out the match and you just let the other three guys do what they got to do, bro. 
yeah. fucking Jay White was gonna win anyway. So pin, have pin a hangman. Man. Exactly. It's it's that simple, man. But and it makes for a better story for him. Exactly, because he's losing these big matches and he's got no one to back him up anymore. Especially because his other friends, Dark Order, are slowly getting released one by one. So that was, those are those friends gone. So, man, come on, no bro. friends. Bro, really good. <laughs> no friends. <laughs> like, like, except for two guys. Two guys. Um, yeah, man. But uh, <sighs> yeah, dude. Just it's as it. Adam Cole seemed like dude, he was all right, right, and he was slowly making his way back, I believe. Uh, Enzo's serious concussion, I believe, kept him out for like eight weeks, so like two months. So, yeah. hopefully, he gets back around all out. Um, hopefully, but man. we'll just have to wait and see because I don't know, man. I don't know. It absolutely sucks. I wish him the best, but AEW is seriously seriously being put to the ultimate test around around now yeah, man um i mean COVID cases in there too yeah we got news on that we got like, news on that man um and then i heard eddie kingston was saying something about his back but nothing has came out about that so i'm assuming mm. he's okay um i hope so man but, yeah, I wish Adam Cole the best. And, yeah, like I said, man, this company is genuinely being put to the ultimate test right about now. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, shit, shit sucks, man. But uh just hope everyone can get through this, man. Because it's good. For real. For real. Um, speaking of more injuries... Uh, somebody coming out of blood and guts who is said to have a serious injury is none other than Santana. God. According to Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer Radio, Santana must undergo an MRI following his match on Wednesday. Alvarez also noted that no one, no one had given him any other updates. The damage appears to be on his knee. <laughs> He needs to undergo an MRI, and we can all hope for good news. But he's, but he's, oh, but he's possibly going to be out for a lengthy period of time. If we get an update, we'll let you know. But presumably, when he gets everything figured out, he'll give everyone an update. Damn man, is the way his fucking leg buckled, man, and he oh. was out for the rest of the match. He, yeah. he didn't do nothing the rest of that match. Damn it. It sucks, bro. It, this shit is, is legitimately cursed, bro. Good lord. And, like, all that crazy-ass shit they did in that match, and just that fucking just slamming someone on the ground is what injured Santana. Oh, you're an Literally, bro. That's wrestling for you. You can do the craziest shit, but it'll just be the simplest shit that just goes wrong sometimes and just injures Say somebody. Sammy Sammy Guevara fell off the, the cage. Literally. Literally. Swanton dived off the big-ass cage that is God knows how many feet up in the air. And he's fine. But Santana going for a Uranagi just keeps him out of it. And I, I if his contract is still coming up, man, I might not that's, see him again. 
in AEW. That sucks. Yeah, because I don't that I don't know sucks. if AEW would add time to it or I don't think they do that shit. Or I don't mm. know if they would just let his contract expire. Um but Who it knows, man. It sucks, man. It really sucks. Um fucking <laughs> Angelo Parker got fucking literally sent through like the metal pillar right through it and was hanging on the other side all fucking bloody and he, he he's good but a fucking uranagi is what caused the injury in that match shit sucks luck is terrible bro honestly honestly bro so yeah man i hope santana can get back as well and i hope this isn't the last we've seen of him because those guys are those guys are incredible um, i love that damn tag team yeah um and it, it sucks man it sucks but we'll just have to wait and see um and hope for the best with him man hope mm -hmm. for the best but man it looked like he buckled the shit out of his knee i, did, bro, I got shit. a bad feeling man i don't think it's great man it sucks which i hope it is but man that, that knee buckled it fucking buckled yeah it really did Next, uh, speaking of more things with AEW, AEW is dealing with COVID-19 issues. God, man. What, what the, the fuck? fuck, man? What's the deal, bro? Literally, bro. Curse this damn company. Fucking Laurinaitis, bro. He got screwed over in WWE. He and that man, that man making curses, bro. Jericho's the wizard, bro. He, 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 he should know how to stop this curse. He's a damn Seriously, wizard, bro. bro. I know. What the hell? AEW is reportedly dealing with COVID-19 related issues right now with its talent, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer Radio. While no names were specifically mentioned, Tony Khan was apparently without a lot of his names for this week's AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage tapings. Due to issues surrounding COVID-19, this is this is the reason the company did not announce a lot of the show beforehand, which is something that AEW typically does. It is currently unknown whether those have affected AEW by COVID-19 right now. We're all uh, we're involved at the we're involved at wait. It is currently unknown whether those who've been affected by COVID-19 right now were involved in the AEW and New Japan Forbidden Door event, whether or not they will be available to compete on AEW Dynamite next week. Everything about the show had to be put together late due to fears over talent being unavailable. While some of the wrestlers may not have been able to attend this week, fortunately the main event has not affected... Um, fortunately the main event was not affected outside of the known injury to brian danielson mm -hmm. all 12 men announced for the blood and guts match were able to compete although uh that did although that encounter did add another wrestler to the growing injury list uh, as santana has suffered an injury coming out of the match the talk of covid19 has thankfully slowed down in the world of wrestling as of late uh, with the issue not being as prevalent as it was at the peak of the pandemic when promotions were often having to change and adapt to two issues on the fly. But the fact that wrestlers were not able to be a part of the show this week does highlight the fact 
AEW is still taking the matter seriously in order to keep everyone uh, as far away as possible. God, man. Shit. That shit sucks, man. At least it's not like two weeks anymore. It's like it's five to ten days. So we'll probably see you next week or the week after that. But yeah, shit, man. Still, it's just bad luck. Seriously, bro. Seriously. Yeah, it, it absolutely sucks, man. It really does. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, company can't catch a fucking break. I mean, the the um people going down with COVID is uh you know like it's it's not that two weeks anymore like Sir K said. So we will get them back sooner than we'll get a Adam Cole or a Brian Danielson back, um or even a Santana. So it 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 just sucks, man. It sucks. Um. Uh, yeah. Just it's just sucks, man. It's just bad situation after bad situation. But hopefully, this is the fucking end of it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, Fightful has spoken to Alan Angels. And he has confirmed that his AEW contract expires on June 30th. And it is July 1st, man. So Alan Angels is no longer a contracted member of the AEW roster. He told Fightful, My contract, I was told about a month and a half ago that they are not going to re-sign me. They did offer me a per-appearance, which I decided not to take. Just solely based off what I thought was best for me. I thought there was more room to grow up... I thought there was more room to grow outside of AEW right now. At this point in my career, it's nothing against AEW or Tony Khan or any of the higher-ups in the business. It's a personal thing. I feel like me going on to the indies and showing people what I can really do and, and showing people that I am a good fucking wrestler, I feel like that will raise my stock more. Not saying that it's impossible, that it's impossible to do that in AEW, but I guess the perception, how fans perceive Alan Angels is I'm the bottom I'm the bottom guy in Dark Order and I feel like I can change that outside of AEW. Shit sucks, man. This this is how Dark Order reigns, man. Every one of them is just gonna get slowly and slowly released, man. And yeah, yeah we, we talked about this the other day, is like AEW has a habit of doing this, like they let one guy of a group go. Yeah. But, like, keep, the other... Yeah. Like, with Stu. Stu. Like, you st- you let Stu go, but you have Evil Uno. Like, you, like he, Stu is an OG member of the Dark Order. There is no Dark Order without Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Literally, it was those two that the group so, was built around. So you let Stu go, but you keep Evil Uno. Where the fuck do you see the money in Evil Uno and not those two guys? Like... Or with H, um, TH2. Like Where the H. fuck do you see... You let Jack Heavens go, but keep Angelico. Where the like, fuck do you see the money in a singles Angelico? Where is that going? Why would you resign him? Exactly. It it just makes no sense whatsoever, man. It really doesn't. If you're gonna let the one go, 
but the other go to. It it's just what makes sense, man. Uh, I don't get it. Shit makes no sense to me. It doesn't, man. And now another single member of Dark Order is gone in Alan Angels, man. It sucks. Mm-hmm. It absolutely sucks uh, for him. And, uh, but, uh, it's a good thing that he's not taking it, um, he's not upset about it, and he's taking it as an opportunity, that's the best way to go about things like that, but, uh, yeah, it really is, um, it really is, and yeah, I hope, uh, I, I hope he can show, uh, what, what he can do, because the couple times we've seen him on AEW, I believe there was one match he had against Kenny Omega, man, and Alan Angels is really fucking good, um, and it's it's not just a thing of him being a bottom guy in the dark order because that's that's the group they're all bottom exactly. guys i mean it's just it that was just the point the group the the group was going nowhere um the group was going nowhere it's been going nowhere these guys, as much as I hate to say it, these guys were living off the memory of Brody Lee. And 100%. that is where that, that is as far as that goes, man. I mean, the group, the group was living off his memory. They couldn't adapt. They couldn't, they couldn't, they uh, to. uh, not adapt, evolve. They mm-hmm. couldn't evolve. They, they couldn't, I mean, it. You just had the group at such a stale point. You didn't want to do anything new with them. They didn't want a leader because they already had Brody. But they weren't doing anything without a leader. The group wasn't being taken serious. They just make little kid dick jokes and ball jokes. and Just being weird and just purposeless. They were completely purposeless. Them being jackasses doesn't work without serious ass Brody Lee exactly. as their manager or their so, uh, leader. I mean, um, they were just it, just jackasses on the roster. There's no fun aspect to it. Exactly. Um, yeah, and it, it 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 paid the group no good. And you said this the other day. You well, you say this a lot, but. This is unfortunately how this group is going to have to end. This is how this mm-hmm. group is going to end. It's just going to end with slowly these guys suffering. all what? slowly being released or let go, let go, you know? Yeah, it's going to be let go and then let go. And then in the end, it's going to be nobody. And that's just going to be crazy when it could have gone so differently. Yeah. Yeah, and the group could have been great. Um, mm-hmm. And evolved but you know they didn't want that and it it fucked them in the end yeah. it really did um yeah alan angels man alan angels is, is done with uh with aew and it sucks to see but uh maybe this is a good thing for him because he knows it himself here man aew uh or not aew is going nowhere uh dark order was going nowhere in aew um, yeah it just wasn't gonna happen it was it just wasn't, man. It just wasn't. Um, exactly. With that, with that, um, somebody else who is done with their respective company. Yeah. This is our final piece of news before we get on to these money in the bank predictions. Right. This dropped today, mm-hmm. uh, a couple hours ago. Io Shirai 
Io Shirai's WWE contract is coming to an end very soon. Man, oh man. As previously reported, Shirai has been out of action with injury. In fact, she likely suffered the injury during NXT Stand and Deliver earlier this year. Io Shirai was expected to return relatively soon, but now there is another matter to consider. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Io Shirai's WWE contract is set to expire next month. This would mean she could easily go back to Japan and be with her family there. Io Shirai has not signed the newest contract that they've offered to her. She will be a free agent next month if she doesn't sign her new deal. She has told people in Japan that when her contract was up, she wanted to return to Japan and be closer to family, unlike with Kairi Sane, who waited for the end of her contract, uh, or who... Unlike with Kairi Sane, who had to wait till the end of her contract because she left mid-contract and agreed to work as a WWE rep in Japan so she could move back home. Shirai would be would be free and clear. There is no expectation in stardom that she will that she will definitely return at this point, but legally she could. It remains to be seen whether Io Shirai will end up leaving WWE or not. Fans would be disappointed to see the Empress of the Sky no longer a part of the company. Man. Yo, man. That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, they, they don't know what the hell to do with her now, bro. Without Triple H, she was just a tag team person. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. How the fuck do you, you look can... at Io Shirai like that? You know, a fucking tag team. Who did she team with? Wasn't it like Zoe Stark Zoe or something? Zoe Stark. Like, bro, what? Gunther Stark's cousin. <laughs> Gunther Stark. <laughs> but, like, bro, how, how do you do you like that, bro? Come on, man. The only thing I will say, which is going to suck, if she ever does even, I don't think she'll go to it mainly, but if she, you know, does shit in AEW, I think you know, she gonna will. Get her, I, th- I can see Kenny. it. Exactly. But the thing is, we're not going to get her NXT theme song. Probably some Mikey Ruckus garbage that he'll conjure up. Um, I just hope she could keep the same coolness that she had. That she doesn't go to the genius of this guy again. That uh, fucking goofy ass gimmicks. Or she was just a good wrestler. EO. Exactly. Where she was just good person. Triple H knows what to do with them Joshis, man. He he does, man. He does, and he's done it multiple times. Does not, man. So, (laughs) so that's the thing. If she would go there, that's concerning. But either way, she's great talent, man. And you just let her be badass. Another great piece of that women's division, man. But she's she's someone more bigger than what NXT has become. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an absolute shame when I think about Io Shirai and I say. Where the fuck is she right now? Exactly, oh, yeah. man. She's she... still in NXT. That should never be the case for oh, a no. woman of her skill level. I no. mean, Jesus, exactly. man. You know, it makes zero sense. Uh, it makes zero sense how you fumble the bag with Io Shirai that badly. I'm um, telling you, bro. But they have. And, mm-hmm. you know... 
it, it's inevitable. She's going back. She's clearly been unhappy. Um, I mean, just look at this, just the state of her character, man. I mean, it's been just going nowhere, dude, to the point where people don't even remember she's in the company. People Literally forget about done. her. You know, like, that's that's not good at all. And um, I'm glad mm -hmm. that she can finally go back home and uh, not only go back home, but be anywhere that values her incredible talent. Exactly. You know? Come on, bro. Don't make sense. Yeah, man. So that's, that's the final news story we got for today. Io Shirai looks to be leaving WWE and I couldn't be more happy for her. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So money in the bet, dude, I'm kind of upset. I didn't put these damn pictures up here. Cause these shits just would have been hilarious. Oh God. Let's start it off, man. Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Man, am I fucking pumped for this one. Um, Good lord. Uh, Bianca Belair, uh, yeah. Really? Like, is this a fucking question? Of course Carmella's garbage ass ain't winning, bro. It's Carmella. The hell? I know Corey will probably want it too, but he's fucking a weirdo. Like, he, he's a weirdo, bro. Fuck that guy. But, um, who the fuck do you think I'm going to say, bro? It is Bianca. What the fuck is the point of this match? Seriously, bro. Bianca Belair is winning here. There should be no debate about it. Um, yeah, that's, all right. That's that. Getting on to some more intriguing women's championship match action. What? Ronda Rousey defends the SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalya. <laughs> bro, what the fuck is this division, wow. bro? Man. Dude, Lord. I'm stoked. I Dude, am I'm stoked so excited for this. I can't wait to go probably make some food during this match. Ronda Rousey is obviously winning here. Um, yeah, that's that. <laughs> Literally, bro. It's going to be Ronda, bro. Come on. When has Natalya ever been important? No. Now that I think about this, there is no Gunther Stark on this show. <laughs> no Gunther? Man... No Gunther Stark. Shocker. God damn. They don't put the mid-card title on like pay-per-view ever nowadays. Unless yeah. they really like you with theory. Yeah. They, they, they ain't putting you on pay-per-view, bro. That, mm. that shit's hilarious. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, um, yeah, no Gunther, man. No Gun Gunther on this <laughs> show. Uh... Next, the Usos defend the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships against the Street Profits. Man, <laughs> really want to know who's winning this one, man. I'm super excited for this match, as you can tell. Um... Dude, this whole fucking pay-per-view from top to bottom is 
Boring Lars Torshov, it is so predictable. The only um, thing I'm looking forward to is the men's money in the big ladder match. That's God, the only thing I want to watch. Good lord. I don't want to watch a fucking Usos match. The Usos. People claim that they're the best tag team in the world. That they could be. They're so bad right now. Awful. They're absolutely awful right now, man. The Usos. Um, yeah, the Usos. Oh, the Usos. Uh, yeah, dude. They, um, they're, they're winning this, obviously. The Street Profits are not going... They might have Solo Sokoa come come up and help them win this match. I could see that, bro. I really could. And Logan said earlier in the chat when we were talking about Solo Sokoa, but man, I, I, I don't even know if I want him in the bloodline just because the bloodline is so bad. Look what happened to the Usos. Look what the Usos became. He's, yep. Solo yep. Sokoa is just going to be the mid-card lackey to Roman. It's all going to be about Roman. So, exactly. talk, might as well just go make him a singles guy on Raw or something. Exactly, bro. Fucking hey, Is that group dad? But, but even even if you put the guy on Raw, you know, they're, they sh- at least the Usos show up on Raw now. So, it's like true. there's really no running from it. He's <clears throat> no, there isn't. He's group, man. Oh, yeah. 100%. <sighs> Poor guy. I feel bad for him. Next. No wonder their one cousin stays in fucking house of glory for right now. Seriously, seriously, bro. Next, we have the United States Championship match. Theory. Just theory versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, um, I think they, especially if they're getting towards John Cena. I feel like Bobby Lashley is just being put here to be put on the card, which I don't know why you couldn't just put him in the men's ladder match. Um, exactly. You could easily replace Sami Zayn with Bobby or Lashley. Or, yeah, or fucking Omo. <laughs> like, um, uh, yeah, so you could have easily fucking just put him in this. I feel like he's just being put in this match to... Not only be put on the pay-per-view, but to continue the agenda of strapping the rocket to Theory's ass and... Having him beat all these ha- older guys and whatnot. Before he gets to Cena, so... Yeah, I feel like Theory's winning here. I feel like he's going mm-hmm. to cheat to win, or it's going to be by some fuck finish. But I some feel like Theory shit. will end up winning the match. So, I yeah. think so, definitely. Because especially... With him having the U.S. title, it puts something in their his match with Cena because Cena was mm-hmm. the best U.S. title holder. So, so you know, bring that up out the ass. So yeah, theory theory's gonna win this match, bro. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I'm scrolling around looking for the world title match. I'm like Jesus. Oh yeah. Ah, <laughs> there's so. there, yeah. There's your culture. Um. The women's Money in the Bank ladder match, Lacey Evans versus Alexa Bliss versus Liv Morgan versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Asuka versus Shotzi versus Becky Lynch. Dude, it'll probably be fucking Becky, bruh. <clears throat> 
I, I really don't care about this women's match, bro. What is this women's division? Why it's, do I? It's garbage. So, mm-hmm. why do I feel like they're going to replicate what Brock did with Seth? So I think I, so. I, now remember, two thousand. The year is two thousand nineteen. We're at WrestleMania thirty-five. Seth Rollins beats Lesnar for the championship. We get to Money in the Bank. Brock wins the briefcase. We get to Extreme Rules. Brock cashes in on Seth. We get to SummerSlam. Seth wins the title back. We could probably see that with Bianca. Why do I think Becky Lynch beats Bianca Belair at SummerSlam in 26 seconds? Fast forward to WrestleMania. And... Bianca beats Becky for the Raw? Yeah, the Raw Women's Championship. She beats Becky for the Raw Women's Championship. We get to Money in the Bank. Becky wins the championship. Cashes in maybe the same night on Bianca. And then a year later at SummerSlam, Bianca gets her win back and wins the title back. As if you didn't just tell that story at Mania with Bianca beating (laughs) Becky for the championship. Yeah, man, that'll probably happen. I'm going Becky, man. Yeah, it's obviously going to be Becky. That's the only woman in that match that they care about. So, it's going to be Becky, bro. And that shit's going to be hot ass. Which scares me. Because uh, for the men's, on the Money in the Bank poster, Mm -hmm. they have Seth and Becky on it. Why do I just have a feeling... There won't be a little couple winning that, it. Why do I have a feeling WWE is going to go the unpredictable route and give it to whoever the to-be-decided is? And mm-hmm. why do I feel like the to-be-decided is going to be Brock Lesnar and he's going to... Dude. Hold on, that wouldn't even make any sense because he already has his match with Roman. Yeah, yeah, I think... Doesn't he already have... Yeah, it's already guaranteed. So, I don't think you need to win it, actually. Yeah. It's actually kind of reassuring that the match is already guaranteed. Oh, that's so, true. That is true. I totally forgot that they already fucking made the fucking match for SummerSlam. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that, that I could either see it being Cody Rhodes or Logan Paul then. I could really see it. I, I hope it's Seth, man. I don't, think, should... I don't think Logan Paul will win it. No, he'll definitely I could easily... See them putting him in there and then seeing the Miz come out and screw him out of the match. Oh, you And that know sets it. up their SummerSlam match or whatever. Um, I could see them doing something like that. But oh, I could easily see the two be decided being Cody. I could yeah. see it. Cody. I could see him coming out right at the end and mm-hmm. doing little to no work, climbing the ladder and... Just getting the grabbing case. shit. Good lord. I hope they don't do that, bruh. Just let the man return at Rumble. What if Rumble. Randy comes out and gets the briefcase for him? What the hell? Randy. Brandy. Brandy Rose. Oh, I was say Randy. Randy? Just, I was like, wait, isn't he, isn't Burl, like, fucked up? But, oh, God, fuck it. Do you, have you heard she's trying to get back to the ring, too? That's, that's why I said that. Dude, you think his wife screws his momentum a lot, bro. So, second she comes back, bro, 
them fans turn him, bro. It don't uh-huh. matter what what he doing. She's there, motherfuckers turning him, bro. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nobody likes Brandy, bro. Nobody in the world likes Brandy. Most of the women don't like Brandy. Come on, bro. Come on. But with that, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the safe bet, mm-hmm. and. Why do I have a feeling they'll have Seth cash in on Roman because they don't want Cody to pin Roman because he's an AEW guy? I can see that a lot. And then it'll be a Cody and Seth feud where Cody will beat Seth for the title. Yeah. I I could easily see them doing that shit because they're not going to have the AEW guy pin Roman Reigns. (laughs) Hell no, bro. So that'll probably be what it is. Good Lord. Um, But... Yeah, man, I, I think it'll be Seth, man. I, I hope it is, because, see, he fucking, yeah. he deserves that shit. As much as I, you know, may think WWE could try to go the unpredictable route and not have Seth win it, I'm going to go ahead and say Seth as my, my safe bet, man. So, Same. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say Rollins. Um, I'm going to say Seth, man, uh, just because I, 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 I just don't want a headache. <laughs> I, I, Literally, I, bro. I fear oh, I had on this damn show. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I could. Uh, I could definitely, definitely see them. Definitely see them going that route, especially if they're a little pissed off at Roman because they thought he was gonna be able to be on both shows and and he dips. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. who knows, man? Who knows? But I think it'll be Seth, man. But yeah, I got Seth in the match that consists of Drew McIntyre. Sheamus, Seth, Omas, Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, and to be decided. So the, the, my- guy. the mystery man, dude. Well, oh, that's true, him. man. Hmm. Logan says, "Whatever happened, to Jonathan Fedna? Where Hell, is bro. the Fed? Where's the Fed man, bro? Where, where that is, is my so man, true. Bro. That is so but... true, man." God. Yeah, but I forgot. Well, oh yeah, what the fuck is Omos in that goddamn match, bro? What the bro, f- dude, don't have to the, see his big he, fucking walking slow ass in that shit. He's just—he's literally the guy in the match that they're gonna say, "How is anyone gonna get him off the ladder?" And then they're they gonna do have it to anyway. Where they all just attack like him. Just, yeah, just like they do it in the Rumble. How is mm-hmm. anyone going to throw him over the top? And then everybody throws him off the top every year. So Like it doesn't makes... happen every single year. Like nobody brings up like, how are they going to throw Omas over the top? If I was a commentator, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Maybe the same fucking way they threw Great Kali over the top rope for 10 plus years. Maybe the same fucking way people threw Big Show over the top rope. Braun exactly. Strowman. Braun, you know, fucking Kane, all of them. Mark Henry, Kane, Taker. Undertaker, what the fuck? The same way they all got thrown out. They got fucking pushed over the damn ropes. Good lord. Hey, these commentators, bro. Commentary that company has been god awful, man. But uh, stick to it. I think Seth's gonna win it. I hope. Yeah, he I'm does. going. I'm going Seth and Becky. One of them is good, and the other one is uh, WWE's only uh, option because that's the only woman that they care about. Literally. So, 
With that, man, looks like that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. That is everything we got to go over today. Again, thank you guys for everybody who stopped by. Um, thank you guys for everybody who stopped by to uh, hang out with us, man. And uh, with that, that is going to do it for this edition of the news. Another great edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. This has been episode 116. Hell yeah. Thank, thank you guys again, man. And with that, it has been always, always, always a pleasure hanging out with you guys for my Johnny Mayhem. And uh, Sir Kay. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys tomorrow with the Money in the Bank 2022 official show review right after the show goes off the air. We will see you guys tomorrow night. Peace.